Hello, it's AJ, and welcome to the D Plus Club. As always, I'll be bringing you the latest news and rumours in the world of Disney Plus. I'll be covering what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK. And of course, each week we have a weekly movie club, where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. In the last show, we covered the movie Tangled. That episode, along with all previous episodes, is available now on all major podcasting platforms, including whichever one you're listening on right now. It's also available on the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D plus club. And for this last week, we've been watching the movie Remember the Titans. But I'll get back to that a little bit later in the show. How's everyone been doing this past week? Of course, earlier this week, I went out with my very good friend Andy for our monthly pub night, which was a really nice catch up. We've been playing Sabak the last couple of times when we've been to the pub we actually had a few people ask us like what we were doing and what we were playing so uh, thankfully one person that we were talking to actually understood what it was but no it was fun and it's nice to be able to have a catch-up talk about all things disney he's currently planning a nice long holiday like doing a little bit of a road trip across the states this next year so he's looking forward to that he's been telling me about all of his plans and getting my opinions on that but uh, apart from that it's just been a really really busy week i feel like i've not had like two minutes to like do my own sort of things even so much so that we've not watched as much tv this past week the kids have been going to bed a bit a little bit later i've been getting back from work later which is why they've been going to bed a little bit later and it's just it's just been a really, really busy week. Um, apart from that, I did do a networking event this past week as well. I actually went to the local, it's called the Magna Science and Adventure Centre. And there's loads of different exhibits there, like themed around lots of different things. So there's like an earth exhibit, there's a fire, air and water exhibit. And apparently they're expanding as well. It's based in this really huge old like manufacturing steelworks building and things like that. It's really, really interesting. I really enjoyed like when we went to it, I, I even made a whole video about it that I put onto my personal LinkedIn. Now, anyone can search for me on LinkedIn. I have got like something like 2,200 and something connections on LinkedIn. So feel free to add me on LinkedIn if you want to. I do post a lot of like my work type things over there. I'll share a lot of my work videos, things like these networking events. Actually, the music that I use for a lot of those videos are actually music from uh, Sorcerer, from Sorcerer Radio. And he gave me permission to be able to use those and i always share those with him as well so uh, yeah if you want to check that out just search for aj redfern over on linkedin and you can see all the stuff that i post for my work over on there um but yeah apart from that it's just been a really nice week it's just i say it's just been really really busy this next next week i have got like two or three other networking events to be able to go to as well so i think it's probably going to be just as busy this next week i just I need to try and find time to have a little bit of a breather, let's say. But hopefully everyone else has had a great week. Of course, just drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club just to let me know how you've been doing. It's always nice to be able to hear from everyone. Now, though, it's time for the news. And I'm going to start off this week's news with the brand new trailer that was released for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And I watched this trailer basically as soon as it was released. I think I watched it at work and I watched it again at home. I've watched it maybe three or four times by now. And wow. This movie looks incredible. Just the the visual effects that they've included just in the trailer alone just look immense. And the music and the just that culture that's represented, it looks absolutely brilliant. And you can tell that when they were making this, not only were they making it to kind of further on the, the, the 
the movie that they'd already made, the original Black Panther, but also play homage to, but also really honour Chadwick Boseman as well. And I think that's going to be a really big theme in this movie about how we no longer have uh, T'Challa in this movie and the story is going to take a really drastic turn from there, I think. And I think that there could be longer lasting effects within this kind of Wakandan culture from that. So really, really interesting to be able to see. And also at the end of that trailer, we did get the reveal that there is at least, and I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts this past week that, uh, or watching videos as well that cover this, but there is a reveal that there is at least one new female Black Panther. Now, the rumour is at the moment is that there could be more than one Black Panther. There could be multiple female Black Panthers, or there could be another male Black Panther as well as a female Black Panther. Again, this is all speculation right now. All we have revealed as of this trailer is that it will be at least a female Black Panther. More than likely, it will be Shuri, mainly based on the headpiece design for the mask. When you compare this to her was it infinity war like makeup like the artistic makeup for the the tribe or whatever it is where it's got the dots on the the forehead and around the eyes it's very very reminiscent of that so i would expect that this is shuri and i think many people would like for it to be as well so yeah that, that that's kind of my thoughts on it really i really 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 liked the trailer and i'm really looking forward to seeing this movie of course i don't think i'll probably be able to watch it in cinemas it's probably going to be one of those that I don't know, I'll wait until it comes out on Disney+, Plus. probably either close to Christmas, I'm thinking, or maybe just after. Depends on what they're doing currently with the release schedules, because they may have put those back up again now that cinemas are more or less uh, in regular working fashion nowadays after the, the latest waves of the pandemic and how things are more than likely returning to normal all around the world, so... We'll see how that one goes, but like I say more recent films, they have kept a shorter release cycle, but we'll see what it's like on the Black, Pan- Black, Black, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'm tripping over my words already. It's not really boding well for the rest of the episode. Staying with Marvel for a bit more news, though, after the premiere of Werewolf by Night on Disney Plus this last week, Werewolf will actually now be making an appearance at Avengers Campus in California. The announcement actually came from the Disney Parks TikTok account, and it's not been confirmed yet whether this is just... Uh, like a seasonal uh, availability maybe just for halloween or whether this is a permanent new addition but we'll wait and see on that one but it's interesting that they're adding these characters so soon after these have been released onto disney plus personally i haven't actually yet had a chance to be able to watch the special yet i have said earlier that it's been a very busy week so uh, yeah i've not been able to watch it yet i have actually charged my ipad it had run out of charge this morning but i've charged it so that i can Watch this tonight because it's one that I really want to be able to check out. It looks like a really interesting filming style. And I also haven't had a chance to watch My Tooks Game Changers this week. So I think after I finish recording this episode and editing it and posting it online, after that I'll probably sit with my iPad with my headphones in. My wife can watch what she wants to be able to watch on TV and I'll just watch everything that I've missed from this past week. Oh, it's been such a busy week. Moving on though now, it was recently revealed that Destin Daniel Creighton, is that how you say that? will be directing Avengers Kang Dynasty and also that it will be written by Jeff Loveness. Loveness? Is that how you say that? I'm useless with names. Anyone who's been listening for a while will know I am absolutely terrible with names. I think that's pronounced Jeff Loveness. 
Christmas. Anyway, it was also reported this past week that Deadline has revealed that Michael Waldron, who has previously written Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and also the Disney Plus series Loki wrote for as well, he's actually come on board to be able to write Avengers Secret Wars, which is scheduled for a release on November 8th, 2025 currently. I just thought it was really interesting that they're bringing in some more of these writers that have had experience writing some of these multiversal stories to be able to write Secret Wars, and I think it really shows where they're going with this new multiverse story in Phases 5 and 6. So, yeah, looking forward to finding out more about that. This past week, in an interview with Vanity Fair, the actress Emma Caulfield Ford confirmed that she will be back as Sarah Proctor, or Dottie Jones, in the upcoming series Agatha Coven of Chaos, which of course was previously known as Agatha House of Harkness. The series will serve as a sort of sequel to one division in, in a sorts where emma, emma previously played that role or those roles should i say so it'll be interesting to see where they take this series it could be that they're starting off in that same sort of township area and uh, i don't know we'll, we'll see where the series goes from there but i'm wondering whether the story will start with potentially the uh, after effects let's say i don't want to give anything away for anyone who, who's not yet seen it yet but it could deal with the after effect after, again i can't get my words out today the after effects of dr strange in the multiverse of madness and it could be that agatha is released from her imprisonment let's say um the series start due to these outside effects and again i sound really vague when i'm saying that let me know if you wouldn't mind me being a little bit more uh, direct with what I'm trying to say. I, I do understand that not everyone has seen all of these titles yet, and I want to give people that opportunity. Usually I'd like to wait like, I don't know, six months or something like that, but I'm not sure. I don't, I don't want to give things away for people who are still like, I haven't watched that or I'm waiting for the, the D plus review and this, that and the other. So yeah, we'll hold off on that for now, but... It, it's interesting to see where they're going to take this new series with Agatha Coven of Chaos, and I just really liked the character of Agatha Harkness, so I'm looking forward to finding out more about that as well. Moving away from Marvel news now, only a week after its release, it's been announced by Disney that Hocus Pocus 2 is the biggest film premiere on Disney Plus in the United States since Disney Plus launched. Of course, this is based on the number of hours watched just in the US over the first three days, but I thought that it was really interesting to be able to find out, and of course they did elude, I'll, again I'll not give anything away on this, they did allude that there could potentially be another film in the future. And I think just from the success of Hocus Pocus 2, and personally, I really enjoyed it. I've said this many times before. I'd not really watched the original Hocus Pocus that much. I know that for some people, it's an annual event that they will watch Hocus Pocus. But yeah, we haven't really watched it much before. And I personally hadn't really watched it much before over the years. And we ended up watching both Hocus Pocus 1 and 2 on the same day last week. And we all really enjoyed it. In fact, my son only today was actually singing the uh, the Witches of Back song from Hocus Pocus 2. He's only seen it once, but he was singing the entire song. And yeah, he, he really, really enjoyed it. And I think it'll probably be one that we'll watch again, maybe closer to Halloween. But yeah, it definitely deserves this congratulations, let's say for doing so well so yeah really well done to the t whole team behind hocus pocus 2 because it's such a brilliant film and if you haven't yet watched it and haven't maybe even watched the original original hocus pocus if you're looking for some films to be able to watch this halloween especially with your family highly recommend checking both of them out 
Moving on to some Star Wars news now, according to the Bespin Bulletin, the latest new Star Wars series, The Acolyte, is actually about to begin filming later this month and is expected to continue filming through to about May of 2023. As such, a 2023 release for the, the project would be very unlikely due to all of the post-production, the special effects and everything that will needed to be added. Maybe similar to something like The Mandalorian, where we see these long gaps between seasons, potentially we could get it as maybe a christmas release this next year but it's more likely that it will be released sometime in 2024 this past week deadline reported that disney's 20th century studios has actually secured the rights to the upcoming graphic novel night of the ghoul following a competition between multiple multiple studios and streaming platforms the story follows a father and son looking into the true story behind a long lost horror film from the golden era of monster movies but as they dig deeper they risk unleashing the very thing that supposedly destroyed the film and had meant to keep it hidden the film adaptation is going to be directed by Rob Savage with 21 Laps Sean Levy, Dan Levine and also Dan Cohen producing. No news yet on a potential release date for this though. Last year it was revealed that Disney is developing a new adaptation of the children's book Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, which is actually a separate film to the 2014 Disney release, much like what they did with Cheaper by the Dozen. The Disney Plus film will follow a Mexican-American family who have recently lost their connection to each other and also their roots as they embark on an epic road trip that immediately goes hilariously wrong. The Hollywood Reporter reported this past week that the film will star Eva Longoria as Alexander's mother, a travel writer who has lost her passion for work, and also George Lopez has been cast as the family's grandfather who is a biker. Filming is expected to begin early this next year. Moving on though now, this weekend is actually New York Comic Con and we've had panels for the Mysterious Benedict Society, which also got a new trailer, American Born Chinese, Koala Man, and also many others. At the event, we also saw the trailer reveal for Big City Greens, the movie. However, we didn't get a release date. We're also getting a panel dedicated to Muppets Mayhem, which actually looking at the time, I think it was at about 11 a.m. Eastern, I'm actually recording, it's 4 o'clock at the moment, which actually I think it means it's 11 o'clock Eastern. So, yeah, it could be that right now that we're getting news from Muppets Mayhem. Actually, I probably chose a terrible time to be able to record this. So, if we do get any news about Muppets Mayhem, I will make sure to either insert it following, like, right now, or I'll include it right at the end of the show. Moving on, Disney also released a trailer this last week for the series Feishman is in Trouble, which I spoke about a few weeks back. The first two episodes of the series will air on Hulu in the US and on Disney Plus under the Star Banner internationally. It will be released on November 17th with weekly episodes after that. Earlier this year, we learned that Sony Pictures Television Studios is currently developing a new series for Disney+, Plus, based on the Goosebumps books, which actually follows a group of five high schoolers who unleash supernatural forces upon their town and must work together thanks to, and in spite of their friendship, rivalries and past with each other, in order to save their town, learning much about their own parents' teenage secrets in the process. Variety reported this past week that Justin Long has joined the series as a regular. He will be playing the role of Nathan Bratt, who is a new school teacher who develops a terrifying connection to a decades-old supernatural murder. Anna Yi Puig, is that how you say that? Will play the role of Isabella, who is described as a smart and naturally shy girl with an overwhelming sense of responsibility. 
Anna Yi Peg is previously starred in Gossip Girl and also Senior Year. Miles McKenna is going to play James, who is the class clown and who loves the spotlight and hails from one of the wealthiest families in Port Lawrence. Miles has previously starred in Nocturne, Good Girl Gets High, and also All Night as well. And also it's been announced that Will Price has been cast in the role of Jeff, who is a rebellious skateboarder who is grappling with the untimely death of his daredevil father. He's previously starred in projects such as The Equalizer and also The Endgame. We don't have a potential release date for the series yet, but I will be letting you know as soon as I see any further news about this. After a preview image that we got actually only the other week, I think it was now, Deadline has reported that Kevin Durant has joined the cast of the film Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes and is expected to actually be playing an ape that could be the main villain of the movie. Kevin has previously starred in films such as X-Men Origins Wolverine, the FX series The Strain, the Netflix series Lock and Key, and also DC's Swamp Thing as well. So looking forward to finding out more of this. I did say the other week that I've really, really enjoyed the Planet of the Apes movies. So yeah, really looking forward to finding out more about that one. Chris Hemsworth announced on social media this past week that his upcoming original series, Limitless, with Chris Hemsworth, will premiere on Disney Plus on November 16th. Chris will undergo a series of six epic trials for shock, strength, stress-proofing, memory, fasting, and also acceptance, as well as extraordinary challenges designed by world-class experts to understand the limits of the human body. We'll also see a deeper, more emotional and honest look into his life, including the first documentary appearance with his wife and actress Elsa Pataki, is that how you say her, her surname? And also appearances of other family members, including his brother Liam as well, which was actually shown in the trailer. And finally this week, Disney has announced the date for their fourth quarter investors call, which will be a webcast on disney.com forward slash investors on November 8th at 4pm Eastern. During the quarterly call, we'll be provided with an update on the latest subscription numbers for Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and also ESPN+, Plus as well. And it's also common for Disney to speak about things in the parks and also more things on the business side in that call also. Also with, of course, the ad tier set to launch on Disney+, Plus in the US in about a month now, I think it is, something like that. No, about two months, so it's about a month after this call. Hopefully we'll get some more details revealed about that on that call as well. And that's about it for the news this week. What are you most excited for? Let me know, of course, over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or of course, over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or of course, over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone Facebook group. Now, though, I will be taking a very brief break and then we'll be back with what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week. What are some of the most popular songs played on Sorcerer Radio? We'll find out every Monday morning on the SRN Top 10 at 8 a.m. Eastern. Vote for your favorite Disney song on the Sorcerer Radio app by pressing the vote button on the bottom part of the screen. That's the SRN Top 10 on Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com.
we're back. So what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week? Now, of course, I was very busy this past week, and I've already said I wasn't able to watch Mighty Ducks Game Changers or the new Werewolf by Night. So both of those are, those are on my agenda for tonight. But I was, however, able to watch the latest episode of Andor and also She-Hulk episode 8 as well. I'll start on Andor because I really feel that this is building to... I think I mentioned this before that I felt that the first three episodes that were released were like chapter one of this series and I feel like we're going to be seeing like multiple chapters as this series goes on and I felt that episode five was really building towards the end of chapter two let's say and they're really setting up a really big next episode so really really looking forward to that and i'm loving the character development that we're seeing in this series so far really really enjoying even just a, the background looks of like mon mothma and even her family dynamic as well which i thought was really really interesting to be able to look at and then very similarly as well we had the latest episode of she-hulk which did actually give us the first official mcu entry for daredevil and i absolutely love seeing daredevil in this episode this was basically the backdoor pilot for a daredevil uh, full series which we know that we're getting now it's been officially announced but i loved seeing daredevil in this he was very confident it looked like he'd been doing this for a while and i think that they've said recently that they're not completely like retconning everything that happened in the, the netflix series they're kind of adapting that story as like a an unofficial background for the character and that the story will kind of continue it's almost like he went through similar sort of trials in the official mcu and this will be his continued story from that it might not have happened happened the same way in the official mcu but this alternate universe let's say let's call it an alternate alternate universe it, that he's went he went through a similar sort of thing so, so and I'm, I'm kind of moving away from that but what i wanted to try and get at with this episode let's say is first of all loved daredevil's appearance but i felt that this episode was really ramping up to the series finale which i believe will be the next next episode episode nine so yeah really really looking forward to that but it did really really set up this background villain that we've kind of been seeing glimpses of all season like online and with text messages to different characters and things like that we've been seeing little glimpses all all season and i think it's really going to come to a head in this season finale and i'm wondering whether it's going to then set up a future villain in either a future movie that we may be seeing or we may already have been told is going to appear in another movie and this is kind of going to be the first appearance of that character but my also my other thing that i'm thinking all the time this season is where are they taking the character of she-hulk after this is there going to be a season two of course we've not had any confirmation if there is or there isn't but is she going to get her own movie is she going to be integrated into the avengers are we going to see a pop-up in future series such as daredevil or echo or anything like that we haven't had any official news as what's going to happen with the she-hulk character and of course she-hulk's a central part of like the comics and things like that and i would hate for them to have built this character development around the new hulk character the she-hulk character and then this series not going anywhere so really looking forward to finding out not only more about where this series is going to close out with the major villain of the series but also where the character of she-hulk will go after this series is closed i am hoping that we're going to get another series because i think that this has been a a really really good series and it's a nice long form format and i think that this fourth wall format let's say works 
better in a TV series unless they do it in a similar way to what they did with Deadpool, which works really well in Deadpool as well, don't get me wrong. But I think in the character of She-Hulk, it's worked well in a series format. And it'd be interesting to see where they were to take it after this if they were to adapt that character to the big screen. Of course, if they were to put her on the big screen with the Avengers, let's say, could they do the fourth wall breaking at that point? Because then wouldn't everyone be doing it? Uh, anyway, I'm not sure. I think it works really well in its current format, and I'd like to see the series continue after this as well, let's say. Moving on, though, starting from Monday in the US, you'll be getting the fourth episode of season 31 of Dancing with the Stars, which is at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. Whilst here in the UK, we'll be getting the 18th episode from season 11 of The Walking Dead. Moving on to Wednesday, we'll be getting the sixth episode in the first season of Andor, as well as the third episode in the second season of Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Speaking of second seasons, though, we'll also be getting the entire 10-episode second season of Big Shot, starring John Stamos, which I'm really, really looking forward to. Again, if anyone's been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that I absolutely loved the first season of Big Shot. I think that the character development that they did with each of the characters in the series was done perfectly and i'm looking forward to seeing where they take this second season because i know that they wanted to work it a little bit differently in this second season they wanted maybe some more guest stars but also they released it in a different format rather than the weekly format they're releasing all of the episodes at once so i'd like to see where they're going with this and maybe how the series closes out as to whether they're maybe closing it for future episodes sorry no more future episodes or whether they're kind of leaving it open to see if like people respond to this change in format let's say although it could just be that this change in format that we're hearing about hasn't come about and it'll just be like it was in the first season which i'm really hoping for because i really loved the character development in the first season in the u.s on wednesday you'll be getting sophia the first seasons one through four Five episodes from season one of The Villains of Valley View. Six episodes from the first season of Ultraviolet and Black Scorpion. And also six episodes from season two of Broken Karaoke. And you'll also be getting four episodes from season three of Big City Greens. However, in the UK on Wednesday, we'll be getting The Old Man, episode four. NCIS Hawaii, season one, episode eight. American Horror Stories, season three, episode seven. 911 Lone Star Season 3 Episode 15. And we'll also be getting Candy, which is about Candy Montgomery, who is a 1980s housewife and mother who did everything right. Good husband, two kids, nice house, even the careful planning and execution of transgressions. But when the pressure of conformity builds within her, her actions scream just for a bit of freedom with deadly results. We'll also be getting Let the World See, which is a deep examination of a mother's fight to bring her son's body home to Chicago, and her pivotal yet heartbreaking decision to have an open casket funeral for the public to see. Her decision ultimately serves as a turning point for civil rights movements as she journeys to face her son's murderers in court. And finally, on Wednesday in the UK, we'll also be getting new episodes of the international dramas Women in Taipei and Mate Please the Court. On Thursday, we'll be getting the first season finale. Like I say, we don't know where we're going to be going after this, but we will be getting the first season finale of She-Hulk, so I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes, of course. And also in the UK on Thursday, we'll be getting another new episode of The Kardashians. 
Moving on to Friday, where in the US you'll be getting the sing-along version of Into the Woods, where a baker and his wife wish to have a child, but cannot due to a curse that's been cast by a witch. To lift the curse, the couple has to obtain four objects that she desperately needs. And also you'll be getting the new mutants, where five young mutants who have suffered traumatic experiences admitted into a secret facility. Soon after, they begin experiencing visions of their past and doubt the safety of the facility that they're in. Whereas in the UK, we'll be getting the comedy, comedy drama Rosaline, which tells the alternate story of Romeo and Juliet, which I spoke about the other week when we got the latest new trailer. And I'm really looking forward to being able to see this one, actually. So I'll be letting you know my thoughts once I get around to watching it. And we'll also be getting Screen Queens Rising, which explores how black actresses who have been a historically overlooked and undervalued group in Hollywood have in recent years begun to ascend to the top echelons of entertainment and also American culture. The special examines how black actresses of Hollywood have become more power brokers in the iconic movements and roles that have paid a, paved a way for them today, let's say. But that's about it for this next week. What are you most looking forward to? Of course, let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone Facebook group. I'm going to take another brief break though now, and then after that, we'll be back with the Weekly Movie Club. Looking for the show that talks about all things Disney? Then check out the Disney List with Kristen and Al John. They've got news on Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, the parks, and so much more. Listen to the Disney List every Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Hi, it's Jeff Davis here on Sorcerer Radio. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time for DW60. We'll start things off with Press Row as we talk about some of the top news stories from the Walt Disney World Resort. And, of course, there's always rumors floating around, and I'll cover them during the Rumors of the Week. And I'll be reading your emails during email time. As always, I'll be playing some of your favorite Disney music from around the Walt Disney World Resort. If you missed the show, catch the replay that evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can always catch up on the news of the week during DW60's Press Row Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. It's DW60 with me, Jeff Davis, here on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. And now it's time for the Weekly Movie Club. And as I mentioned earlier, this week's Movie Club movie has been Remember the Titans. So, if you've never seen Remember the Titans before, this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want to be spoiled, pause the show, go and watch the film, and then come back and join us for the rest of the podcast. Now, with the spoiler warning out of the way, let's get right into it. We open in 1981, where a group of former football coaches and players are attending a funeral. Nearly 10 years earlier, in the summer of 1971, at the newly integrated T.C. Williams High School, Herman Boone, who is a black head coach, who was supposed to lead the black high school's football team, 
is assigned to the coaching staff under the current white head coach, Bill Yost, who previously led the White High School and has been nominated for the Virginia High School Football Hall of Fame. In an attempt to placate rising racial tensions and the fact that, despite racial segregation in public schools now long since abolished, all other high schools are white only, the school district decides to change the course and name Boone the head coach. He refuses, believing it unfair to Yost, but relents after seeing what it means to the black community. Yost is then offered an assistant coach job by the school board and initially refuses, but reconsiders after the white players pledge to boycott the team if he does not participate. Dismayed at the prospect of the students losing their chances at scholarships, Yost changes his mind and takes up the position of defensive coordinator under Boone, to his daughter Cheryl's dismay. Soon after, the black students trying out for the team have a meeting in the gymnasium with Boone, but it turns into a fiasco when Yost and several of the white students interrupt it. After this, Boone takes Yost aside and explains how he will run the team and that black and white does not matter to him, leaving Yost with a renewed faith in Boone. On August 15th, the players gather and journey to Gettysburg College, where their training will take place. Early on, the black and white team members frequently crash in racially motivated conflicts, including some between captains Jerry Bertier and also Julius Campbell. However, through forceful coaching and rigorous athletic training by Boone, which includes an early morning run to the Gettysburg National Cemetery and also a motivational speech, the team achieves racial harmony and comes out as a unified team. After returning from football camp, Boone is told by a member of the school board that if he loses even a single game, he will be dismissed. Subsequently, the Titans go through the season undefeated whilst battling racial prejudice before slowly gaining the support of the community. Jerry even has his best friend Ray removed from the team because of his racism following a game where Ray intentionally missed a block, which consequently led to the near-season-ending injury of starting quarterback Jerry Rev Harris. Just before the state semi-finals, Yost is told by the chairman of the school board that he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame after the Titans lose one game, implying that he wants Boone to be dismissed. During the game, it becomes apparent that the referees are biased against the Titans. Upon seeing the chairman and other board members in the audience looking on with satisfaction, Yost realises that they have rigged the game, and he then marches onto the field and warns the head referee that, if not officiated fairly, he will go to the press and expose the scandal. After this, the Titans shut out their opponents and advance to the state championship. But Yost is told by the infuriated chairman that his actions in saving Boone's job have resulted in his loss in candidacy for the Hall of Fame induction. While celebrating the victory, Jerry is severely injured in a car accident when he drives through an intersection against an oncoming truck. The Titans wait in the hospital for his recovery. Although Jerry is now unable to play due to being paralysed from the waist down, the team goes on to mount a comeback in the fourth quarter and win the state championship. Jerry would be, remain a paraplegic for the rest of his life. Ten years later, Jerry unfortunately dies in another automobile accident, caused by a drunk driver after having won the gold medal in shot put at the Paralympic Games. It's then revealed that it is his funeral that the former coaches and players are attending, 
where Julius, whilst holding the hand of Jerry's mother, leads the team in a mournful rendition of Na Na, Hey Hey, Kiss Him Goodbye. In the epilogue, descriptions show the players' and coaches' activities after the events in 1971. Coach Boone coached the Titans for five more seasons and later retired, and Coach Yost would assist Boone for four more years, retiring from coaching in 1990. The two coaches also then became good friends. After Jerry's death, the gymnasium at T.C. Williams High was renamed after him. Julius would then go on to work for the city of Alexandria and remain good friends with Jerry until his death. Remember the Titans was released on September 29th, 2000 and had a budget of only $30 million. It made $136.8 million at the global box office, with over $115 million of that being in the US alone. The story of Remember the Titans is a fictional take on a true story. As such, there are many differences to real-life events. Alexandria schools were racially integrated in 1965, and T.C. Williams was created by merging three racially integrated schools. The Titans were ranked second in the nation at the end of 1971 season, finishing 13-0. However, despite the movie showing multiple close games, most of their games were actually blowouts, with nine of the 13 wins being complete shutouts. In the movie, Coach Boone states, We are not like all the other schools in this conference. They're all white. They don't have to worry about race. We do. This is actually false, as all of the other schools the Titans face were integrated years before, and they were actually among the last. There is a scene in the film where a brick is thrown through Coach Boone's window. Actually, in real life, it was an old toilet that was thrown, but filmmakers thought that it would add humour to what would otherwise be a serious situation. The climax of the movie is actually a fictionalised 1971 AAA state championship football game between T.C. Williams and George C. Marshall High School. The dramatic licence taken in the movie was to convert what was actually a mid-season matchup between both of the schools into a made-for-Hollywood-style ch state championship. In reality, the Marshall game was the toughest game of the year for T.C. Williams, as depicted in the movie, the real Titans won the Marshall game on a fourth down, come from behind play at the very end of the game. The actual state championship against Andrew Lewis High School was a 27-0 blowout, played at Victory Stadium. Jerry's car accident actually took place on December 11th, 1971, which was after, rather than a few days before, the season-ending state championship game. Jerry had been at a banquet honouring the team for their undefeated season. After the banquet, Jerry borrowed his mother's new 1971 Chevrolet Camaro, lost control and crashed. Whereas the movie shows him getting broadsided, the cause of the accident was determined to be a mechanical failure in the, in the engine's mounts. During the film's credits in the Where Are They Now section, it omits the fact that Cheryl Yost died in 1996 of an undetected heart condition at the age of 34, and also that she was not an only child as she also had three sisters. Her oldest sister's Bonnie was in college, the second oldest Angela went to a different high school, and her younger sister Deirdre was only three years old in 1971. Also in the Where Are They Now section, it omits the primary cause of Boone's retirement, as he was actually fired from the school due to allegations of player abuse and also coach complaints as well. 
And that's about it for the movie this week. The facts are actually not as long as I've done for other movies. However, that's because I like to switch things up for these, like, based on true story movies, similar to what I did with The Rookie. I actually really, really enjoyed Remember the Titans. I can't actually remember whether I said this, but me and my wife actually watched a bunch of American sports films earlier this year. So this is actually the second time that I've watched this this year. And we watched Remember the Titans. We watched things like The Hoosiers, Coach Carter, The Rookie. Uh, for love of the game we watch loads and loads of like sports films and i have to say that out of all of them remember the titans is among my favorites i would say out of all of the films that we watched although it's not disney that my favorite uh, sports film of all time is for love of the game The, the absolutely brilliant baseball film i think one of the best baseball films i've ever watched in fact but no i i would say a very close second if not like top three that remember the titans is definitely up there it's a lovely story filled with a lot of of heart and emotion and you can see that this team really grew not only as a as a sports team but also as friends as well and you can see this in the closing credits as many of these teammates became friends long after this time as well and I just think it's a really lovely emotional story and definitely, definitely recommend it. Even if you're not a sports fan, like I say, over here in the UK, American football, as we would call it, let's say, is is not uh, as popular. Like I will watch it, my dad watches it, but it's not a very popular sport to be able to watch here in the UK. And I absolutely love this film. My wife, who's never watched a single game of American football, really, really enjoyed it as well. And actually, she's said that out of all of the sports films that we've watched, those based on American football are among her favourites as well. What was the other one that we watched that she really enjoyed? Blindside? I can't remember anyway, but anyway, she really, really enjoyed Remember the Titans. Again, she said it's among the favourites that we watched through that time when we were watching all of these sports films. But what did you think? As always, I ask over in the Social Radio Discord, the Fun Zone Facebook group, and also over on my social media for people to be able to share their comments. So let's see what you had to say this week. Sorcerer Radio's own Eric Allen said that he once saw this on board one of the Disney cruise ships. He can't remember which one. It was either the Magic or the Wonder, but he enjoyed it, even though it's one of those movies where seeing it once is just enough for him, really. I have actually covered this in a weekly movie called previously, maybe a couple of years ago even. Let me see if I can find the posts. Yeah, so when we posted this previously, Nicole said it's actually one of her favourite movies. I thought that was quite interesting, actually. Stuart Boyle said, When I worked in a movie theatre, someone came in and bought tickets to see Titan AE. About 20 minutes into the film, they came out and asked, Where was Denzel Washington? Scott said, This is my favourite sports movie of all time, and I have seen it, I can't even remember how many times. Brandon said, Wow, well, definitely not your typical Disney Not what I was expecting, although I pretty much figured out that this would not be your classic Disney style. You can't expect that every movie has that classic Disney formula, but I loved the Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis reference, probably my favourite line in the movie. One thing for sure is that this movie definitely fits with the current times in the US. So this was during 2020, of course, as well. He went on to say, I don't think that this would have been one that I would have watched on my own without the movie club. Laura said, my favourite scene is honestly when Bertier points at the coach on the other team for playing dirty. Chills, she says. 
Her favourite character was Coach Yost, and probably Blue and Sunshine as well. She remembers on marching band bus trips that the band director had them watch the movie a lot, and she felt that the spirit of that was to help foster unity, even amongst band nerds as well. Thank you everyone as always for your comments on the movie this week. There isn't a Diz His review this week due to my daughter's illness the previous week. Our schedules weren't able to properly line up. But I have been told that we do have a review for next week's film, which will actually be Finding Dory. Thank you very much as always for listening. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord or of course on any of my posts on social media or in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone Facebook group. Also, if you want to leave me an audio comment on the movie, you can record one and send one over on my Anchor page at anchor.fm forward slash the D plus club. Hopefully everyone has a good week this next week. Thank you very much for tuning in this week, of course, and hopefully you can tune in again next time. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye.